The interviews and discussions in this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. This episode of the Stock Insiders podcast with me, Oriel Morrison, is sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, a leading Australian corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Focused on your vision, Barclay Pierce specialises in making it a successful reality. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stock Insiders podcast with me, Oriel Morrison. Now, today we're looking at a logistics technology company, Zoom to You. It was started around about seven years ago. It's now listed on the ASX. The ASX code is Z2U, and the market cap at the time of recording sitting around the $31 million mark. Now, the company is essentially a tech based courier service that allows drivers to make deliveries with an algorithm based platform. So, I'm joined now by Steve Orenstein, the founder and the CEO of Zoom to You. Steve, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Ariel. Great to be here. Now, Steve, tell us a little bit about your background. You've obviously been a founder for a number of years. You've been an entrepreneur, obviously, um, for a long time. You've bought and sold startups before. What's made you successful as an entrepreneur? Uh, look, I lots of hard work. <laughs> there's no, uh, there's no simple, I think, answer to that question. I mean, I started my first business when I was nineteen. And yeah, like I just learned a lot through, you know, I guess my twenties and everything of what not to do. Um, and I think working in lots of different types of businesses and it's sort of my first business was a IT support business and sort of helping lots of small businesses and being able to set up their computer networks and fix computers sort of um, fairly early on. And particularly in that business, I learned, I met with lots and lots of different business owners. And so I could see which businesses were being successful and which businesses weren't. And I also got to see uh, software in the early days and sort of the impact of software and how you can actually build a piece of software and then sell that many, many times over uh, and how profitable that can actually be. Um, Yeah, so I was just, you know, lots and lots of learning and being, you know, ultimately very persistent and, you know, the hardest thing as an entrepreneur is you have lots of ups, but you also have lots of downs where things aren't going to plan and being able to push through that so you continue to, keep pushing towards the goal of whatever you might be uh, striving towards. It's probably the the ultimate thing of seeing uh, things turn out to be successful. And it's an interesting point you made about being able to see, you know, with the businesses that you're working with and you're supporting and helping, which ones were successful and which ones weren't. And what was it that you walked away from, um, you know, within that business? What what came away with you in terms of what you needed to do to make sure that you your business was one of the successful ones? Yeah, I, I think there's a, a quite a number of different things. Um, one, making sure that you really understood the financial aspect of your business and you understood your cash flow, you understood your expenses and people that sort of managed that sort of really well were the businesses that I saw were successful. And then secondly, it was around having really good systems, um, making sure that there was structure to set up around how they were doing things and things could be easily reproduced. Um, when you're in a business where I guess if you're a service-based business, being able to see where you can actually produce that same service experience for your customer every single time is, is, yeah, is challenging but very important and what ultimately can make a very successful business. And you look at, you know, businesses like McDonald's and, you know, they've that's the perfect type of business where every time you walk into McDonald's, you see you receive the exact, generally the exact um, same experience and, you know, that being able to reproduce that your own business, I think is important. But what happened to that very first business that you started at 19? Did you sell that or did you close it or? Uh, look, I actually ended up selling part of that business off and then just shutting it down. And what we sort of started to learn, what I sort of shifted 
over time was to building into software. And so we had a number of clients there that wanted some software. And so then we started to actually go about building software. And then ultimately that sort of led us towards um, building Connector Field, which was sort of my first sort of real startup um, software play and um, ultimately ended up being sold in 2013 to a company out of the US called Fleetmatics. So let's talk about Zoom to you um, now. What was the inspiration to start this particular business? And I like the fact that all of your businesses are sort of connected by the letter two. It's very hard finding free domain names and particularly a .com domain name. So uh, yeah, like using the two sort of definitely helps uh, in finding a free domain name. So my previous business being Zoom, uh, being Connector Field was a job management and scheduling application. So it was a it was a dispatch software that was used by lots of service businesses, whether they were plumbers, electricians, or people doing installation. And so 2013, it, it got bought out by Fleetmatics, um, that were listed on the New York Stock Exchange. And sort of post that, I worked with them for about six months. Um, and what I found really challenging was going from a business where we had, you know, 20 people to a business that now had 500 people and the speed of which that business operated versus the speed at which I was operating. And so I decided to, to leave, uh, and sort of wasn't really sure what next I was going to do, but I wanted to do something where I could move a lot faster than what I was able to in that business. And, um, I was actually sitting having a coffee with the previous investor and had a new phone, new number. No one knew my, my details except for friends. And um, my phone kept on ringing and I couldn't work out why someone was trying to be getting hold of me so so badly and left the coffee and listened to the voicemail. And it was a courier who had super annoyed, uh, was trying to deliver something, uh, some furniture to us and been trying to do that for the last, you know, five times uh, and was, you know, super frustrated. And so what I thought about it was it's really a bad experience for the driver, but it's a really bad experience for the customer and using technology you could connect the two together. Um, and so with that, I started doing a bit more research into the delivery space and uh, same day delivery and seeing, you know, what else was happening. And at that time, there was very little that was was happening and particularly in Australia. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I built a very basic website sort of to test the concept, paid for some AdWords and we ran, ran AdWords for a month sort of without the business actually operating and sort of, but I made it look like it was and I wanted to see how many inquiries we could actually receive in that month and, you know, within a couple of weeks, I started to realize there was a real opportunity. There was demand from a search point of view. So I could, knew I could get customers easily. And um, yeah, that was the, the start of uh, building building the business. And from that point, yeah, month on month, we just kept on building it and build a platform and yeah, continue to build that today. Did you, Have you seen a real difference over the last couple of years with the COVID impact <clears throat> when it comes to the growth of your business? Like, So I know that you've seen strong growth from the start, but has it just simply accelerated over the last couple of years? Yeah, def- definitely. I mean, I think, you know, for our business, COVID has been a great thing. Um, you know, and obviously it has been great for lots of other businesses, but we've been probably one of the lucky ones where, you know, what it's forced a lot of e-commerce and retail businesses to really think about how they're getting product to their customer and not being reliant on the traditional carriers like Australia Post. And, um, you know, being able to use us, they can get their product to, the, to their customers much, much faster um, and do that in hours rather than, you know, many, many days. Um, and so there's definitely a shift that's occurring right now. And I think when the, you know, anyone's going through an e-commerce experience and going through the checkout process today, you know, majority of the time you actually never know when that product is going to arrive. And in the future, you will know when that product's going to arrive. And if you're using us today, you'll know when that product's going to arrive. Um, Nespresso, one of our customers, 
as you go through that checkout process, you have the ability to select to use Zoom to you. You can select the three-hour time window that you want that product actually to be delivered. And that's what e-commerce should be about. You shouldn't have this unknown sort of not knowing when that product's going to arrive. And it shouldn't be that it arrives on, the, on a day. It should be like, here's my time window and here's my ability to track that driver. So I'm going to throw something in here. Obviously, you're doing um, your career, uh, career deliveries based on drivers. When do you think, and this is a big question for you, when do you think, Steve, that you're going to be also doing these kinds of deliveries with drones? I'll, yeah, look, I think it's it's drones, it's autonomous vehicles, it's deliver, autonomous delivery carts. I think there's a whole bunch of technology that's changing right now. And um, I think it's all going to happen much sooner than we think as to the time frame. It's definitely less than 10 years. Um potentially could be less than five years, but there's definitely change happening. And there's, we're watching sort of very closely um, what's happening in some of the other markets across the world. Um, you know, we, we, we're definitely very keen to experiment in that space and something that, you know, as a company and as the executive team, we're, we're, we're looking to experiment in, in, in the short term. And, and you're, also, you're also starting other businesses alongside Zoom to you. Um, locate to you is your latest. So talk to us about that. Yeah, so as we were building Zoom to you, um, what we found was that we had a number of customers that ran their own fleet of their own drivers. And so in the Zoom to you platform, we provide the the software platform, but we also connect them with the actual driver. And so we have the driver database that connects to the customer. But what we found was there was companies that had their own drivers and they needed our technology. And so we went about building a standalone product, which is called Locate to You, um, that's sold on a monthly subscription base. And we sell that globally uh, to customers who are essentially doing their own deliveries um, to their, their customer base. And so this enables them to provide that same live tracking experience so the customer can see when the driver's arriving, but also things like route optimization. And so a lot of these companies would be sitting there figuring out using a spreadsheet, okay, this driver is going to do this booking and put it into an order. And they'd spend a lot of time doing that. Um, Amart Furniture is is one of our customers. And, you know, they were spending sort of seven, eight hours a day per, per facility figuring this out. Uh, using our software, they're doing it in 10 minutes. And so, yeah, we help these companies to use the techno- technology to make their delivery experience better from a customer's point of view, but also operationally internally to make, make a lot of efficiencies there as well. And so, yeah, we built this standalone product and you know, today we're now selling that globally. You, you, you mentioned so you mentioned Amart, but you've got some brilliant names as clients, especially here in, in Australia, including even Australia Post. Yeah, so, uh, so that's on the, on the Zoom to You side, separate to the Locate to You product. But yeah, I mean, on Zoom to You, we've got companies like um, Nespresso I mentioned earlier, we've got DHL Express. Um, so we've been working with DHL and helping them with overflow work um, for, for many, many years where they're needing sort of a spike in demand of, of drivers. We're able to, they're able to facilitate that uh, using the Zoom to You platform. So you, you talked about um, Australia, but also elsewhere in the world. So you, you've recently hired your first sales rep actually uh, over in the US. Um, talk to us about your international plans. For the Zoom to you core marketplace business, that will always be focused in the Australian market. But for Locate to you, where we're selling a software product, we're selling that globally. Um, and so we've already been selling t- into the US and into throughout Europe and the UK. Um, so we've hired our first sort of sales rep uh, in, in the US. And yeah, that's, that started in January. Uh, and we'll look to expand that over the over the coming months. Um, we've just just about to you know looked in, in our other markets. You know we see, you know, locate to you can work anywhere across the world. Pro- primarily at this point in time in English languages, but we can facilitate that in other languages in the future. And so, you know, you think about any business that has delivery drivers and whether that's 
a chemist who's running their own drivers or it's a furniture delivery company or a butcher. There's, there's lots of these companies that are doing deliveries. And um, as COVID ha- occurred, you know, a lot of these smaller businesses are now running their small fleet of their own drivers. And, you know, locate to you is perfect for that. You know, we're not targeting just the big end of town. We're also targeting these smaller businesses because they have a very quick sales cycle. And so it means that we can build revenue uh, quite quickly in the business. Why Zoom to you just in Australia? You're building a two-sided marketplace. So you're building a customer base, but you're also building a driver base. And there's a lot of work that goes into doing that. And so, and it requires a lot of investment. Uh, And we want to make sure that we really win in the Australian market. Um, The Australian market for pickup and delivery is over a $5 billion market. There's a real shift from next day and slower deliveries into same day delivery. And so if we keep focused on that, we're going to acquire these sort of really substantial customers and, and make sure that we really win in, in the Australian market. And, you know, the capital to the cost of the capital go into other markets where there may be companies like us already in those, those places. It's just going to be, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be good use of capital and we'd rather use that capital to really expand um, the locate to you product offering. There is one country that zoom to one other country that zoom to you is you're building in uh, if I'm, if I'm correct, and that's India. Yeah, so that's for locate to you. And so we've set up a sales team there as well. Uh, and we've already started to onboard customers um, throughout India. So yeah, we see India as, as a great market. It's an evolving market um, that's, you know, high, high number of smartphone users, delivery, the cost of like the people cost for delivery is, is, is low. So a lot of businesses are starting to do that and have been doing that for, for a long period of time. And, you know, obviously a huge population and that population of that younger generation, you know, is growing up on the, on their smartphones and used to sort of ordering things through their phones. So, you know, locate to you is, makes a lot of sense in, in markets like India and other other markets in, in Southeast Asia. Talking about investing in your product, um, you fairly recently listed um, last year and you finished the December half with a fairly hefty cash balance of just over $6 million. Um, what are you planning on doing um, right now in terms of investment into your products um, and also capital raise? I mean, you know, that $6 million is a fairly hefty amount, as I said, but it can go pretty quickly if you're researching and, and building new tech. Yeah, look, I think, you know, we're very focused right now on, on building the business um, and continuing to evolve both on zoom to you and, and locate to you and, and win customers and very focused on making sure that you know customers are having a great experience um you know as as we evolve we'll look we'll, we continue to look for acquisitions we made our first acquisition in december last year it was a relatively small small one but it's very strategic for what we were looking at um and so i think where we'll see we'll do future capital raises you know maybe around a an acquisition or it may be around us okay let's we've really see we've got to a point in you know into the u.s market or the europe market where we're starting to see some real growth happening there and let's let's accelerate that if we can spend a dollar and get two dollars back or three or five dollars back then that, that makes a lot of sense for us to continue to to invest in those markets so the latest set of numbers you released was a pretty positive trading update what are you expecting this year in terms of your revenues Look, so we don't uh, we haven't issued um, forecasts uh, at this point in time, and so yeah, probably can't 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 answer that. But you know, the business as a whole, and I think if you think about the industry, delivery is growing. Um, there's a lot of demand um, for for same day delivery, um, you know, globally, and you know, we're, we're we're part of that, and we're seeing some some really successful. Um, growth inside of our business. So we talked briefly before about drones and, you know, um, self-driving cars and on all of that and what the industry is going to look like in either five or 10 years time and, and somewhere in between. You said you were doing some sort of very sort of almost gentle testing in, the, in that sort of area. What is your own research telling you about what the industry is going to look like in five years time? 
Yeah, look, I think um, I think what's going to be really important is this is all going to be driven by customer demand. And customer demand is that if you're an e-commerce or a retail player, you need to be making sure you're getting your product to your, your customer fast. And you can't be doing that in days and you can't be letting that customer order and then th- and not know when that product's going to be arriving. So I think that piece of technology is going to be really important for e-commerce and retailers to solve. And then there's going to be all this other technology around, you know, using drones, autonomous vehicles to do that. Um, that's definitely happening. It's happening across the world and a number of companies are experimenting in this space. And, um, you know, you'll you'll be able to see a cart driving down the street and you'll have that delivering, you know, product to you within, within you know, 10, 15 minutes, depending on, you know, your location. Uh, and so that's, you know, that's definitely the future. And particularly also around uh, interstate deliveries, like line haul drivers, you know, will be a thing of the past. Um, that will all be done autonomously. And in fact, it's going to be a lot safer than what it is today because obviously these drivers having to drive for a very long time period and, you know, having that done through an autonomous vehicle will be significantly safer. And I think we'll look back in history and go, you know, even just individuals driving a car, we'll be like, oh my God, that was such like such a dangerous time when people were actually driving a car. Like an autonomous vehicle is going to be so much safer than, than a human driving. Does it make you sort of, you know, when, when you look at your, your strategic direction going forward um, and think of expansion in the company, actually bringing in any of those parts of the business into your world, or do you purely want to remain the tech that sits in the middle? Yeah, so we, would, we would remain the tech and then we would be connecting in with these other parts. Um, and so there's companies that will be specialising in building, you know, the autonomous vehicles or the drones, and then we would be able to connect that in. And so we'll own the customer relationships and owning that customer relationship is going to be important and plugging that in. But then also, you know, you won't always just be able to be reliant on the autonomous vehicles. You'll need to still have some sort of driver network for certain, certain types of things. So what, be specific about this particular year, Steve. What does 2022 hold for Zoom to you and locate to you? Yeah, look, I think, you know, locate to you where we're in the very early days um, up until sort of listing date, we sort of really hadn't established our sales team. Uh, we've now established our sales team and we're starting to see some some really good momentum that's happening in, inside that business. Um, you know, in the early days of building a software product, it takes a lot of time to get that core foundation of building that software product right. Um, we've got that product market fit now and really in my mind it's a sales and marketing effort to to see that that growth and then taking that not just in one market and growing that in across many different countries across the world um and then you know from a zoom to you point of view i think you know investors will be able to see start to see us executing on onboarding some larger enterprise businesses as we mentioned now previous half yearly we've, we've got a number of companies that are in trial um, i think we'll start to see those come out of trial and um, yeah i think that's going to be very very positive for the business and positive for consumers too by the sound 100 percent. i mean that's <laughs> ultimately that, that, that was always my goal is you know how do we get product to people faster and have a much better experience and um yeah every time i order online i go oh, i wish this company was using zoom to you <laughs> Well, there's, there's plenty of opportunity for growth then, uh, uh, Steve. So, uh, uh, look, we'll be watching your progress very closely. Thank you so much for, for coming and chatting to us today here on Stock Insiders. Perfect. It's been really good. And that is all we have time for. Um, but thanks to all of our listeners, of course, today for listening to this edition of Stock Insiders with me, Oriel Morrison. We will be back next week with more. 
This episode of the Stock Insiders podcast with me, Oriel Morrison, was sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, Australia's leading corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Barclay Pierce Capital provides specialised corporate advisory and equities trading services to privately owned businesses, small to medium-sized public and ASX-listed companies.